You've commented, and we have our thoughts to share as well. NFL playoffs in the rearview mirror from this past weekend. And the San Francisco 49ers came back, got the victory in a spot where I don't think it was the worst thing in the world for San Francisco to get tested, but they flirted with disaster a little bit more than I would say I I feel comfortable in if I'm a Niners fan. Reggie disagrees, though. NFC title was, quote, a great game, end quote. Lions came out firing on all cylinders way too hard. Football is a long game. Got to have something to do. Got to have something to end with. 49ers didn't even unleash the arsenal at their full potential. We most definitely will need it for Kansas City. That Green Bay game was after the squad had two weeks off and couldn't throw a run or catch, but still pulled it together in the end. So I'll disagree with Reggie's point on on this particular front. It's the NFC Championship game. There is no more rust. You've got to play real well. I would say this. It, It looked like for as much money and resources, draft capital, as the 49ers have invested in their defense, they got bullied and beat up by the Lions. The Lions looked better in the trenches. Panay Sewell's going to get a big contract to tackle for Detroit this offseason. But remember this name if you're a Washington Commanders fan? Chase Young? The guy that was traded to San Francisco? Really hadn't made much of an impact. Go back and look at the highlight of that Jameer Gibbs touchdown. There just wasn't much effort there. And, and you can call me critical, but I want defensive linemen chasing after players in the backfield uh, if they're making a big run. It's the NFC title game for crying out loud. You shouldn't have to coach extra effort and extra energy. Shouldn't be an issue. And yes, the Niners didn't unleash everything they could have done, but I think if anything, some of it's strategic. And I, I do agree with Reggie's point that you can ramp it up, and the Niners certainly did that in the second half of both games, and they're going to need to be at much greater speed against Kansas City. But I do see a path where Kansas City can just flat-out control the game. You know, we haven't made our picks. We'll do that in the next week or so in our votes of confidence. But football is a long game, yes. The Lions came out firing, but I wouldn't say it was too hard. I think, if anything, they had the right strategy. Just as we documented yesterday in the fast lane, they made their mistakes. They had spots where I'm all for being aggressive in some fourth down situations, but you've got chances to go up by three possessions, even with the Niners being able to score as prolifically as they could. If they get three touchdowns, you're still within the game. You have a chance to win. There are fewer variables at work. That's six points that were a difference. And let's say instead of being down by 10, you're down by three to four because maybe you go for two in a certain spot three to five down the stretch. You need one score as opposed to two late. So I think there's coaching issues that popped up with the lines. They're explainable. I understand them when you factor in how aggressive they were, but the Niners didn't come out as hot as they should have. The Lions, I don't think, blew everything up then. I think a lot of it also has to do with the fact that the Lions didn't quite read the room. And yes, the Niners were a better team. They deserved to win that game, no questions asked. 
but that's the one where I will put it together and pull it off to the side and disagree with Reggie, and that is, I think a lot of it is the Niners have got to do better, particularly on the defensive front, and they got bullied around up front, and that's a concern against Kansas City because if you're not putting forth maximum effort, Patrick Mahomes, even if he doesn't have great weapons around him, and this is not the version of the Chiefs that won the Super Bowl against the Niners a couple of years ago in terms of talent, but... They also have a quarterback in Mahomes who is much wiser than he was in that game and knows how to compensate for those deficiencies. Not to mention Andy Reid has also helped coach him through those challenges, and they've been there before, and they're prepared for big moments, something you can't say about Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions. Less added, and we appreciate all the feedback, by the way. Please keep it coming. I was skeptical of naming Mahomes the greatest player. He is proving me wrong. You cannot tell me Coach Campbell didn't cost Detroit a win Sunday. Hold up, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pause it for a second. I was skeptical of Mahomes the greatest ever. He's proving me wrong. If you want to say that Mahomes is in the process of proving you wrong, sure. But Tom Brady also has done this at a longer juncture over a much longer period of time and with multiple franchises. And he's not the only reason that New England won their championship. By no means am I a, oh, it was Belichick or it was Brady. It was Belichick and Brady, much like it is Mahomes and Andy Reid. Reid never won a championship in Philadelphia, but he made a Super Bowl in four NFC Championship games during his tenure there. And he won with quarterbacks. Everyone knows McNabb and Vic were talented. But he also won with quarterbacks like Coy Detmer, A.J. Feely, and Jake and, uh, and Jeff Garcia. So he's found a way to win there. And win games with Chad Henney as a backup in Kansas City. Now, Mahomes, not the greatest of all time. But I think Les is on to this point. And Trey, you might agree or disagree. We're at a point now where... The pieces around Mahomes have dwindled, and that's natural when you have a quarterback in the salary cap era. And it begs the question, for any quarterback getting an extension, are you prepared to pay him the type of money where you believe he can elevate the roster when you cannot supply him with the same volume of great pieces that he had when he was a cheap player on a rookie contract? And I think that's the clear question, and it's a a litmus test, and it's obvious Brady was that type of guy. I think Joe Burrow is that type of guy. T. Higgins is probably going to leave Cincinnati in free agency. Yeah, but they'll have Jamar Chase. So, well, they'll have Jamar Chase and they'll have Boyd. And their own line has been an issue at times. But Mahomes is clearly in that category as well. Now, there's no Tyreek Hill. Well, he already proved that last year winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, and now they're back in the Super Bowl again without Tyreek Hill. And Travis Kelsey has been great, but this is not the... I mean, to me, he proved it when he lost the Super Bowl to Brady and was still the best player on the field even though they scored nine points because he had no offensive line, was throwing parallel to the ground and hitting his receivers in the face, and they dropped it. Yes. Which is maybe the greatest incompletion I've ever seen in my life. Um, yeah. I mean, he's on the path. I mean, he's 20, what, 28? Yeah. And he's... Late this 20s. Is his fourth Super Bowl, and it's, you know... Brady didn't do the four and five years till later in his career. Like this, that was the second kind of dynasty part of the New England Patriots. He's already doing it. Slash Brady with a box. Yeah, and I would already like. Yeah, no, when he went four and five with New England, which was with like New England. Oh yeah, four, fourteen to eighteen. Yep. When they like that included that the, run. Okay, yep. That included the Atlanta, uh, C- uh, I think Seattle, Philadelphia. Those that that kind of run with his last big run with New England. Yeah, and he's already done it, and uh, it'll be interesting uh, if. You know, I think as time goes on, we're going to lose context to the fact that, you know, Mahomes never beat Brady in the playoffs. But to be fair, I would argue Mahomes was the better player in every matchup because uh, Brady had maybe the better team or just a got got lucky with a 
defender lining up offsides. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's some of that, but you get everybody. But, if you but have, that's football. I'm not 100%. saying I, I, that's just football. I'm just saying like it's gonna be interesting as time goes on. Like that that context, and that's Brady at the end versus Mahomes. Like to me, Mahomes is on the. If you want to say he's the best quarterback we have ever seen, which is kind of my opinion about it. Like I think he's past Rodgers in terms of being the best quarterback we have ever seen play football. The most the, physically gifted like quarterback. Best, best and greatest are two different things. Like, like I, I view them the same. But if you're talking about the most gifted, which includes physical, to gifts, me the best quarterback to ever play football is is Patrick Mahomes, the greatest football player to like the greatest that like that's everything to me, like. Best is like you take it into a vacuum of the guy's skill set, and and you're saying most talented, so that's best for me. Correct. And yeah, then greatest thing. is Tom Brady. I think Mahomes, if you look at his skill set, everything, how he's getting smarter, how he's becoming more efficient, and then that he can make every throw he wants, and he has the legs. He's the best. But like the greatest is still Tom Brady. But I will say this: I think Mahomes does not have to get to seven Super Bowls to be considered the goat, because like. I bet you he's going to win more than three MVP awards. That's all that Brady won. Um, and, you know, I think the NFL, in terms of a quarterback, is better than it's ever been. Because, like, let's look at who, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how it how it all shakes out. But I, I think right now Mahomes is on that path to become the greatest of all time. But it's going to be very difficult to get there. This is a very flawed Chiefs team, and yet Mahomes has helped to elevate them. Yeah. I mean, this is the type this of thing is the, that This is like the worst team he's had in the run. Already, well, best defense he's had by far, but the worst offensive skill talent, I think, the way the way to put it. Because you have Kelsey. I think Rasheed Rice has been big for them, but this is the worst offensive skill talent he's probably had. But th- here's where, again, for me, when you're talking about greatest of all time, and he's not on the Brady level of this, Mahomes is not. He's but, getting there. Oh, like no, you I, can't I, argue the fact I, he's no, getting I, there. I'm not disputing he's not getting there, but it's also being the selflessness that goes into being willing. Do you care about being the best team of all, best team you can be every year, and you're willing to sacrifice? And Mahomes has taken a major step in that direction this year because they multiple times have had to retool their offensive approach. They've had to get to fewer passes, as much as that pains Andy Reid, and more <laughs> running. Than ever before since that loss on Christmas Day that you heard on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app. When they lost to the Raiders on Christmas Day. They've retooled their approach to that. And it takes a selflessness of a player like Mahomes. And don't, and this is where uh, the, also the thing for Mahomes is he's putting to bed this argument of, well, because you know, every, almost everybody considers him the best player in the NFL right now. You know, he may not, he's not going to win MVP every year, but he's the best player in the NFL. It's kind of like when LeBron was at his peak. Oh, like, he didn't win the MVP every year, but he was clearly the best player in the world. Yeah, I mean, it's just... Y- it's kind of like how Jokic was the, is the best player in the world, but MB, if MP plays enough games, he's going to win MVP. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the exact same logic applies, Trey. No doubt about that. But there's a selflessness that goes into that and it's not quantifiable statistically, and I understand that. I also can't stand the argument of, well, you don't like black quarterbacks. Look, let's throw that theory to the side. Mahomes plays, if you're an athletic quarterback, black or not, but whatever you are, how you should play. He's got the athleticism. He'll make plays with his feet. But he slides. He kind of knows how to game the officials on roughing the passer penalties. But, hey, that's part of the contest. Michael Jordan worked the refs. LeBron worked the refs. Tom Brady knew how to work the refs. He would always go up and have conversations with the refs. He talked about it regularly. Peyton Manning did the same thing. It's part of being a good quarterback. No issues with that. But, yes, that's the point on Patrick Mahomes. By the way, Les added, you can't tell me Dan Campbell didn't cost Detroit a win Sunday. 
I will just reiterate and revert us back if to our conversation If they catch the football, yesterday. the Lions win that game. That's all I got to say. If they manage the game better, the Lions win the game. By the if way, Josh Reynolds catches the football, the Lions win the game. If we know how to take timeouts, if we know how to spare our timeouts and call plays... If Josh Reynolds didn't absorb the soul of Nelson Aguilar and catch the football, uh, he would have won the game. Which, didn't you get a chuckle when Nelly dropped that pass early in the game against the Ravens? 100%. Nelson Aguilar drops the pass. I'm just shocked that that ended up happening. Um, Here's the last one, though. I'll give you credit on this because you have commented on this, and I have too. Less added. And by the way, thanks to all your feedback, we've got more we need to get to who wags the tail in the SEC ESPN relationship. Less added, though. Is it just me, or is Greg Olson a better commentator than Tony Romo? Thank you for saying that. I get it. Romo was cool. He was fun. He could predict plays. He gets excited, so everyone's going to love him. He's going to sound so bad because it it has sounded disjointed for years. Jim, I don't know. Jim, I don't know. Do you think CBS is going to be cringing when he comments on Super Bowl 58? Of course, you won't because you'll be listening on the Virginia Talk Radio Network spoken word platforms and the CBS Sports. Yes. That's Tony Romo. 100% agree with Les's comments. Um, It's not going to happen because you have to admit you're wrong. That's a problem. And you have to deal with the payout of Romo to go away. But I'd take Romo, I'd take Olsen over Romo and then just put Brady in the other booth and get rid of Tony Romo altogether. More on that tomorrow in the Fast Lane, plus your other thoughts.